are. You're you're actually on. We're we're talking oh, to people right now, so you can see the little clock running at the top there. Um, but I asked you when you first sat down because you made a comment about the lighting. This is the second time it's done it. Tell me how you feel about how it looks in here. Oh, with it looks your incredible. <laughs> I'm like, man, my hairstylist is gonna be so proud. I almost look like I don't need toner. This lighting looks great. <laughs> it my does for skin. me too. I get a lot. <laughs> A lot off the top here you know see that glare right there it's real nice it's just wonderful my skin looks flawless yeah see that's we're in here to try to make everybody look good jen that's what we're doing all right so uh we are uh gonna talk today this is uh jen gaudio um she uh and i work together with at verity mortgage she is uh somebody that tells me what to do all day long um so she's my regional operations manager and make sure that all of our files go through smoothly we don't have any major issues and if i have problems i can call her and she can tell me to shut up and quit complaining and and then we'll take care of it so that's kind of how the general dynamic works most of the time um but she is here today because we are going to talk about uh flipping houses now um this is a real estate topic so if this is something that bores you then you can obviously click off of it but um but there's a lot of people especially the last couple of years um with the market being as hot as it was that there were a ton of people flipping houses and you hear about this all the time. It's like, oh, we're flippers now. You know, there's TV shows about it. There's all this kind of stuff. They make it look somewhat glamorous and fun and all these kind of things. Um, but uh, Jen's actually done it herself now. Um, this is your second one this that you did? This is second flip, yeah. Okay, so she did her second one and um, let's just say we've learned a lot as we've gone through the whole process. Oh, total understatement. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so I wanted to talk because a lot of times when we do this kind of stuff, you know, we talk to people and they are, are not, we talk to people, but people talk about flipping and they make it sound like it's, it's like, oh, it's so easy. And if you just do this and you got to know what you're doing and everybody's an expert. And what I love about Jen is that Jen would be like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I, I'm trying to figure this out. And so she's going to actually tell us like for real, like what, what she had to go through, what she had to learn, the, the mistakes that she made, because nobody's perfect. You're going to screw stuff up and do stupid stuff. I do it every day. Um, and kind of, you know, the lessons that she learned going through this. So I've got some pictures of some of the flips that she's done. So I'm going to show those as well. Um, but I really want to get into the process itself and kind of really drill down to, you know, kind of how you find the properties. We'll talk about wholesale lenders and we'll talk about wholesale, uh, not wholesale lenders, but wholesale realtors, I guess is what you would, aggregators, something like that, how, where you get the money for it, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so first off, Jen, tell us a little bit about you know, you are in the mortgage industry, obviously, but what specifically about real estate in general? What, how long have you been in the mortgage industry and then what kind of led you into wanting to do flipping? Uh, well, I mean, I've been in the mortgage industry probably a decade now, a little mm -hmm. over a decade. I've kind of lost count. Once you're in the game, you're in the game. Right. Been here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And really young too. I think you started when you were like 22 or something like that. Yeah. I'm only 29 now. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been over for, or been in the industry about a decade. Um, and you know, my husband and I, we have been together almost 16 years mm -hmm. and never dreamed of owning a home. Right. And when we got our first home, which my realtor is absolutely amazing. <laughs> she is absolutely incredible. Yes. That, uh, um, that would be my wife. And she did a great <laughs> job for you. Yes. And, uh, we, but we were really, and we bought our first home knowing that this was what we were going to be able to afford, but then there was going to be just so much stuff in the house that we were going to have to update and right. do and just make it our on your own, personal house on our personal house right. yeah and so as things kind of kept going especially in the mortgage industry too inventory was still high at the time mm -hmm. and you know i was asked a question probably i don't know six years ago by mm -hmm. a very incredibly 
intelligent guy that said, if you were to win the lottery today, like, what would you do? Would you go to a beach and just hang out? Or would you end up coaching a team? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I just, I kind of feel like a lot of these houses just make me sad. Like some of these houses <laughs> just sit there and nobody takes the time to just put a little TLC put a into little, it, put a little love in it. Yeah. And, um, and almost like restore the neighborhood almost, you right. know, in my own little sense. Yes. And so um, you're going to change the world one house at a time. Yes. 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 I love it. Um, and get rid of like the seventies baseboards on the walls right. and the <laughs> popcorn ceilings. Oh and... yeah. Um, so yes. And just the cost of like just doing our own home. Right. And I'm sure like when you, you're doing your own home, like just the cost of it, you just kind of look at that stuff. And a lot of people don't want to go through. They don't have time. They yep. have lives that mm-hmm. they have to live through and they don't have time to go through all that. And so that's kind of how we got into it. Yeah. Um, and then I spent, I have a really good friend who's, I consider to be absolutely very, very smart. And I call him for everything mm-hmm. who I'm actually doing this live with now. Oh, you're, and, are you talking about me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and um, Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, hardly the case. I, I feel like you're always buttering me up with that shit. <laughs> um, and I spent months, months and months and months mm-hmm. studying and educating and learning as much as I possibly could soak in about YouTube university. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. And TikTok, yes. and like just every article out there, Pinterest, just anything that I could get my hands on yeah. books, friends sent me books just to anything to soak up any information I could possibly gain from heading into this path of. Right. And this is before you decided to buy the house. Even, oh, right, way I, before. Yeah. Way before. Yeah. Right. And both have been very completely, totally different um, projects. Different projects, obtain acquiring has been very different. Okay. Um, so yeah, they were okay. Well, let's start with that. So um a lot of times, and I didn't you actually taught me this, and you know, you think some of the stuff you know, but I mean, even there's so many facets to real estate and finance and everything else. Like you, you can't know everything, like it's impossible. Um, but uh you were telling me about like how you actually get the houses. So people hear about stuff all the time about like, you know, courthouse foreclosure sales, um, uh, wholesale aggregators, whatever. And it, it, you hear it, but you're like, I don't even know how that works. Yeah. So like, talk about the first one. How did you get, how, how did you actually find and contract on the very first, not your house, but the one that you did for your first flip? So there's many ways to acquire, by the way. Okay. Um, and I'm it's sure. not just the MLS. That's the thing that I think yeah. I really want you to talk because yeah. you, you, you can find stuff there, but absolutely that's not if, really. If, if anybody wants to get into flipping properties, mm-hmm. You're trying to get a price that is maybe a distressed seller right. who wants to get out. Um, I'm sure everybody has driven down the street or a highway and you've seen these cute little, not really cute. We buy cash. We or buy cash. cash. We'll buy your house cash. Yeah. And they're like with a marker right. and it looks terrible right. with a phone number. Um, so those people are just dial for dollars. What right. they do, those are like middleman wholesalers. Okay. So what they'll do is I can, you call that person on that poster uh-huh. and They'll say, I'll buy your house, let's say for 300,000. Right. And they'll say, done. Mike, okay. I'll buy your house for 300,000. They're going to turn around and they're going to go to a wholesaler and say, I'll sell you this house for 320,000. Right. So they're, they're buying it. They're, they're, they're knocking on doors, finding houses at good prices that they can immediately, they don't have any skin in the game at all. No money nope, whatsoever. No skin. So they can immediately turn it around and sell it to uh, a wholesaler uh-huh. um, who will then sell it to somebody like you. Yes. But he'll make a 10 or 15% profit just like that. No closing either. Right. They don't close either. Because it's because oh, the they never actually buy it. No. Right. The wholesaler actually will then. Okay. So then part of my first thing was how do I find these properties? So right. you dial for dollars. If you know anybody who's going to sell a house, mm-hmm. um, then you find good wholesalers. Mm-hmm. I reached out to 
you know, one of our branch managers who's incredible, Donnie Gothard, mm -hmm. um, just gave me some great education and just knowledge of different hard money lenders, which we'll get into and then right. where to acquire, um, and wholesale lenders as well. And then you have like Facebook world who has all these like groups of who are wholesalers, but they have groups, right? They have a Facebook page or group that they're yeah, trying yeah, to for get yeah, yeah. DFW wholesalers and investors or whatever. Right, right. Um, and they'll list properties on there too. <clears throat> so you reach out to one of them. And, uh, so I called one and I happened to actually really luck out, um, with, and at my first property is with New Western, um, is the company mm -hmm. and my that's the wholesale company. That's the wholesale company. So real quick question in just in your, I know, you know, we're never trying to sit here and paint yourself as an expert on this because you've yeah. done two and neither am I, <clears throat> but you have more experience than a lot of people do. So in your opinion, where do you think, or I should say, what percentage of the houses that people are doing actual flips on come from somebody finding a house on Zillow or finding a house on MLS, like, you know, whatever uh, that's listed officially. Like, do you, do you think that there's really very many of those at all? Or do you think most of the flip houses come from these wholesalers and that kind of thing? Oh, absolutely. They're yeah. not coming from MLS. They're right. not coming from your Zillow or your realtor. Or right. So you're not finding a flip house line. on Redfin. No. Right. Right. No, no, you're not. Okay. There'll be, it'll, if you're very well connected, it'll mm -hmm. be, if you know a ton of people, you know, like Mike Mills, you might be able to like call your neighbor and be like, Hey, my sister's selling her house. You know, you might be able to yeah. do that. Or your contractors might have more contact with people, but people who don't know a ton of people and trying to find inventory, basically mm -hmm. like we all are. Yeah. Um, wholesalers and those houses never make it to MLS because they get bought up by people like you. They're off market, properties, right? They're right. off market properties that get purchased up. So you're not just going to do a Google search and these houses are going to no. show up, right? <laughs> no, okay. no, no. All right. So then, so you're with, you said great Western or uh, new Western, new Western. Okay. So new Western was, um, actually they did both of my properties so far. Um, and so you call the agent and the agent's like, I would love to work with you. And with new Western, um, and I just, like I said, I have a great agent, uh -huh. uh, Dylan's in, absolutely incredible. And so, but they are territorial. And okay. so there's a bunch of agents, unlike realtors, where a realtor here in Arlington can drive to Richardson right. or whatever, right? Um, these wholesalers in this particular company are territory. They area. stay where that's in a step so on each other. Whatever steps. county, right. um, they stay in that kind of county. And so you get on a list, basically. Uh -huh. So you say, hey, I want to get on your list. So before you start this part, this is by far my favorite part because the whole, the whole, the house is available. Like, I want you to tell that because you told me this before about you're on the list. And so I'm on the list. a house comes up and it's like cannonball run. Like, what's up? Oh, that's the second house. That's okay. this house. I know, oh my gosh. I know. Um, okay. But the first one, so I want to get on the list. Okay. And so once you get on this, like, super secretive list, right? you get it every single day okay. at like 8 a.m. Right. And it is a list of probably all the properties that they have and they acquire and they have like this. I imagine it like, um, like before the stock markets opens, mm -hmm. like I imagine it like everybody's having a quick meeting. And then as soon as a property comes available, they like run to their <laughs> investors. It's right. like, I've got this property. Right. Um, so you get this email every morning, basically, that has all these properties and they're labeled into three different categories, basically. Um, they have showings okay so they still have showings except their scheduled time showings then they have first come first serve which mm -hmm. is first one that gets there first one with the money you get it okay um and then they have these other ones that are kind of like lots like land lots pretty much like not really properties they also do like commercial properties like storage units things like that all right real quick morgan wants to know how do you uh, actually get on the list my hair it looks so <laughs> good um you have to actually in order to get on the list you have to be tied up with an agent. Okay. 
you actually sign like a couple of documents with them that basically says you're going to be working with them. You're okay. not going to go. So it's almost like a listing agreement or a, a buyer's rep sort of with like a realtor yes. kind of a thing. Yes. Okay. So you're not going to try to go work with like 18 different people within right. the same company. Right. Um, and that's how you get on their list. Okay. But you actually have to reach out to them and you don't have to pay anything either. Like yeah. the biggest misconception, I think when I first started studying some of this stuff is that you had to pay to see off market properties, Right. but you don't No. No, you just got to sometimes be the first one there, but <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, get go, we'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get there. Okay. So, um, so what, then what I wanted to do, these showings, mm -hmm. I had no idea what to expect. Okay. okay. So I was like, well, let me go to one of these showings and let's just see like, what do they do? Right. So basically what you do is I was like, okay, I found this property. Then I called again, our branch manager down in uh, Katie. Yep. You have um, some, you have some uh, trusted folks around you that absolutely. you are willing to hear what they have to say oh, about yes. it. Cause it helps you through the process. Yes. Yep. And they, he kind of helped me with here are the numbers and this is what you want to look for yeah. to make sure it's a good deal um, for you mm -hmm. to, and you have to determine your exit strategy, whether it be to flip or to rent. rent mm -hmm. Right. Um, so you have to kind of think about that strategy. You have to know what strategy you want to do going into it. Right. But then also the numbers will kind of tell you what strategy you're going right. to end up having. Right. If it makes sense, if you can get enough cash flow out of it as a rental over, like you can set a threshold of time, like two years or three years versus how much immediate rate of return if you were to flip it. Right. I'm going to make 20 grand, but my cash flow is going to be $400 a month if I rent it out, which, you know, which way do I want to row? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Um, so just to try, just, and the, the, Depends on what you want to do. Right. So for me, I would love a property in Florida at some point in time. So okay. I'm like, hey, you know, we'll just do a couple, a few of these. And eventually maybe I'll have a condo in Florida that I can just disappear. Well, to. another thing that you did too, I think on the first one is because uh, I saw that one is it's a, the idea of uh, um, uh, uh, swing small, miss small, right? Like you, you don't want to go and try to flip a $500,000 house for 750 overnight oh my gosh. because unless you, I mean, if you've done it a hundred times, you know exactly what you're doing. That's fine. But, but if you want to start doing this, the advice isn't not to swing for the fences, like stall, start small. Yes. So that way, if you make a mistake and you need to take your exit strategy, you know, if you lose some money or in your case, and you'll tell us you kind of broke even on what you were trying to do, um, you at least have a way out without like bankrupting yourself. Absolutely. Right. So, okay. These showings, um, it's basically, it's a set time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's say you call your agent. I want to go to this house for this showing. You get to that showing and it's at, let's say two o'clock. Anybody who shows up to that two o'clock showing gets to bid on that property. Okay. So if there's only four people that show up, well, I have a 25% chance of winning Okay. that bid, yeah. right? Cause yeah. there's only four of us there. Right. Um, now if there's 10 people, obviously your bids are a little bit, uh, well, you know, going to get a little kind of crazy. Right, right. Chances are gonna be it's like little. Walmart on Black Friday. Yeah. So yeah. basically you get 30 minutes. <laughs> uh -huh. You get an hour, but you really get only get like 30 minutes because then you don't want to look like the rookie on site. Right. Because everybody's in and out. Like There's all this peer minutes. pressure. Everybody's looking around. Yeah. Like, Who's this person taking up yeah. all the time? Get out of the and house. Like FaceTiming and videoing and taking <laughs> pictures. These other guys are like walking in. Some of them show up with their contractors. Yeah. And so it looks like there's more people, but there's right. really only a few. Um, so we looked at a property in Cleburne, mm -hmm. um, and the further out you get, the less people who show up. It's right. just kind of how it sure. works. Um, so we showed up, I, and what you do is you kind of estimate what the cost of rehab is, what the cost of sell is, and then you kind of put it together, and then it's almost like a lottery. Right. Like, 
I was talking to my agent and he's like, I've lost a bid by a dollar before. And I was like, okay, so that lets me know we're not going to end in a five or zero. Right. We're going to pick a random number of what we feel today. Right. Um, so anyways, I did showings for about four or five times uh-huh. before I found the one. Okay. And just to get my feet wet, like didn't want to win the bid. I just wanted to make sure that my estimations of the right, uh, like repair was going to be uh-huh. close uh-huh. to what other people are doing. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then we found the one, uh, there was five bidders there that day okay. and I won by like $133. Oh, wow. And so what you do is when how do you find it? Like your, your guy tells oh, you, Oh my gosh. Like what, how do they, you won by $132 and 50 cents. Yeah, Congratulations. You see, and you see how animated I am. So like, and I'm nervous all the time. Right. So, uh, you get five people that bid. I tell my, so you tell your agent, this is what, we, and you, everybody you could see, and they like hover to their little corners right. on the property because you don't want to hear everybody so whisper. And so I tell him what I'm going to do mm-hmm. and what I want to bid. You feel comfortable about it. And he's like, all right, I'll let you know in about 15 minutes. So everybody leaves. You get in the car. By the time you get home, you know, you know whether right. you got it or you didn't. Right. And if you came in second or, but the cool thing is, the ones where I had been on first before just to get practices, he would mm-hmm. tell me like, Hey, you came in fifth or you came yeah. in second. Yeah. Um, so we won this one. And then I was like, Oh my God. Okay. We're, we're doing we it. We actually have a house now. We're doing it. Yes. Um, Pot committed. We're yeah. In. Which didn't, man, I planned, it was totally poor timing because we were on vacation for softball. I mean, all kinds of things. So you're like every other bar where you go on vacation right before you close, you <laughs> yeah. got, uh, you changed job. No, you didn't change. Yeah. Jobs, and then but, let's, yeah. let's start flipping properties when the price of lumber yeah, is like sure. really high too. Yeah. Great idea. Really Great thought idea. about it. Yeah. Um, so, so now you got to come up with the money. Yes. So and you, and you, when you see these listings come out, they tell you exactly when you got to close. Some of that is like 72 hours from now. Right. Some of it is three weeks. Some of yeah. it is tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so you have to acquire lending right, right at that point in time. And and we're lenders and we help people with home loans all the time. Um, however, the process, because we have to follow Fannie, Freddie, HUD, VA guidelines and all that kind of stuff, it's very difficult to help someone in that situation purchase a house. And cl- you, you can't close in 72 hours. Like it's impossible. No. There's no way to do it. No. Um, and even three weeks, you can probably pull three weeks off, but it'd be a little bit harder. But but again, these wholesalers and sellers, they're not trying to go through all of this stuff. They almost they almost don't want you to use in the beginning yeah. somebody like us to do that kind of a deal because there's just too many pieces that move that we have to that we have to mess with. So you have to go another route. You have to go another route. You don't really have a lot of choice, right? You can't use traditional lending. Right. Yeah. Okay. Again, most of these properties have issues that right. have to be fixed. Oh, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. So even if you wanted to or could, it's got foundation issues or roof issues exactly. or whatever. And the lender's like, no, nah, until it's fixed, we're not going to be able right. to do that. Right. So then you got to go the, what's it called? Hard money lending. Hard money lending. So one of the smartest things, um, one of my original mentor who kind of walked me through my first one, he was like, the best thing that you can do is don't tie up all of your own capital. Um, use somebody else's capital. Right. Use a hard money lender. Other people's money. That's, Other people's uh, money. Robert Kiyosaki, his uh, yeah. rich dad, poor dad books and all that. That's his <laughs> one of his main things. Yep. Other people's money. So you use other people's money. A lot of these um, wholesale wholesalers mm-hmm. already do business with lots of their preferred sure uh, hard money lenders, if you will. They've now actually recently legally changed that. So now you have to go into a, I learned this through my second one. You actually have to go into like this portal now because you can't. They can't direct you. They can't direct so they got like you. anti-steering stuff yes. kind of like we do. Okay. So now it goes into like this magic portal and you kind of tell them the program you want and then it'll, you choose the program and then you find out who your lender is at the very end. Okay. Um, with this particular wholesaler. 
So you're you're not out there shopping rates when this is going down? (laughs) Not a whole lot of shopping rates. (laughs) All you can do is really shop fees. You can still shop hard money fees. Yeah. Um, and so I uh I got a contact to a good hard money lender. Super nervous. I feel so bad for the guy. Um over at Wildcat Lending, I feel like I called him probably 18 times a day until we closed because I would I just didn't understand anything. Well, because but see, that's I see th- our settlement statements all the time, but yeah. these settlement statements look totally different. Well, I think it's something where, and again, you and I talk about this all the time because we're you're in the office with us a lot and we chit chat about this kind of stuff. But whenever you do stuff like this, if you're going in with the idea that you, or e- even if you're not thinking it inside, but you're trying to, well, I, you know, I know what I'm doing. Like I got this figured out. <laughs> You know, that's fine. But the problem with that is, is that you're going to make mistakes. Like you're going to screw stuff up. You're going to make issues, especially on your first couple ones. It's just going to happen. Oh, like, yeah. There's no way around it. But so you got to be humble. Like you got to say, look, I don't know hell I'm doing. Yeah. So I need some help and I need some direction and I got to ask questions and I got to probe this kind of stuff because that's the only way that you can learn. Yep. You know, the way you learn is by doing and you're going to screw it up and you're going to make mistakes, but you have to have somebody that will take your call 18 times, yes. you know, through the he process, so sweet. your mentor guy that you can call and say, Hey, how do I do this? But that's the best way to go about it. And you, again, you have to be humble that you don't know what you're doing. And you yeah. need help and you have to ask for it. And then you have to listen. It doesn't mean you have to always do what they tell you to do, but you have to listen and take it in because that's the only way that you can have success at this kind of stuff. You've got to go through it a few times to learn how to do the process. Yeah. So when we got the property, we I went into it totally fine with breaking even. My goal was if I broke even, I'm super happy. Because education. Because I would have learned right. so much of the process for right. the next one. Yep. Um. And so much came out of that first one. I mean, I was out of, out on vacation, out of time, and this was a pyramid home, subflooring. Full, the whole thing had to come out. There was mold, snow again, totally screwed up everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lots of mold in the house. Like it was a full on, full on. Right. And my conscience would never allow me to, you know, do sell a major. house to somebody that's yeah. all screwed up. Yeah. So um, we started with one co- contractor, mm-hmm. ended with. Another set of contractors. Aaron and Kevin. Incredible. Yes. Oh, all integrity is just, they're just two guys that are just absolutely humble, grateful, um, just hardworking guys that. This is a clip that I'll put up because those two, um, Aaron and Kevin, and it's, they're called integrity. All integrity. Okay. All integrity. Sorry. I don't know their official company. All integrity remodel. Right. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a very appropriate name because They have, I mean, when you look for contractors, it's, it's always a crapshoot. Oh right? my gosh. Yes. Because you're, there's a lot of good ones out there. So I'm not trying to, you know, disparage the industry or whatever, but there's also a lot of bad ones out there. And the worst thing about the process when doing you picking a contractor is like the communication, especially because you just don't know yeah. what the hell's going on. Like you're trying to yeah. figure out what's working out. And so it's communication mm-hmm. and costs, like what's it going to cost me? And are you going to tell me every step of the process, how it's going to be? And so like, even we've gone through some before where it's like, Hey, I want to, I want to do this, or I'm thinking about this. And then they do it and they're like, Oh, well, here's the bill. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I I didn't, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I gave you permission <laughs> to do it, but I didn't even know how much it was going to cost me. Yes. And the thing that I appreciated the most about those guys was that they would like, if when you're walking through saying, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And then you go back through and they're like, well, that wasn't a part of the original bid we yep. gave you and we'll do that, but it's going to cost an extra whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and to, you know, I think 
it's like contractors are scared to do that. They are scared to talk about what it costs to do things. And I just think like, if you just tell me, I'll make the decision if I want to do it or not. I just need to know, like, give me the information. And those guys are amazing at communication. They take pic. Here's what we're going to do today. And they'll send you, we're going to do these five things and here's all the pictures and we did it. And now we're leaving. And here's what the bill is. And you're just like, awesome. That's the best thing. Yeah. And you even told me the best thing that happened about you doing that first flip house was them. Was them. Was them. Yeah. Because again, all integrity, mm-hmm. their integrity is unwavering. I yeah. told you I started with one contractor. Right. And I wanted them to finish. Yeah. I wanted Aaron and Kevin to finish a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like, the other contractor had it's their gig. already did this. We don't want to step on any toes. We we were more than happy to do the next one with you, but this one. You know, we just don't feel right doing that. And I, I totally respected them for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they're just great human beings. And yep. anytime you can find, especially when you're doing stuff like this, where you're flipping houses and you're, you're really trying to watch your bottom line and you're trying to make sure things go fast and efficiently and at good costs and all that kind of stuff. Those, those people that you work with are so incredibly important, yeah. important on, you know, making sure that that goes the way you want. Yeah. So, um, speaking of fast, that was not fast that, <laughs> uh, my first property, um, took me all every bit of six months. Yeah. So these terms that you get from your hard money lender uh-huh. have six month terms. Okay. Um, so you're coming up to the deadline. You're like, Oh, shit. yeah. 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 So you have six month or 12 month terms, okay. but then you have rate, right. That, and you're paying interest only during this entire time. Right. Oh, right. so the premiums that you're paying for the loan is only for the interest of what you Yes. Want. And so it, then the hard money, what they do is in order to lend on the hard money, um, they look at the property. They're not just going to go say, okay, I'm going to give you the money. No, right. they're going to do their own little due diligence right. and make sure the property's ARV, their appraised value, basically. That you're not a moron there. buying a house that you can't sell for. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to make sure the property is going to be worth it. Right. Um, and then you have to turn in a scope of work of what the repairs is going to be, mm-hmm. um, what you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And then they will basically go, okay, they have plenty of programs out there for flippers. Um, and so uh, real quick. So is there like an option period almost after you get under contract with the house? Because it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like here's the house. We got to offer the contract and we got it. And then you go to your hard money lender and you're like, here's what we're doing. Here's the scope of work. Here's what it is. What if it doesn't fit? It's similar to ours. Okay. Um, where you do X, you, so you go out there, you bid. Mm-hmm. You already have your numbers in your head. Okay. And then you, but you do kind of have to be like pre-approved almost. Oh, okay. If okay. You will, so you're say, going to the lender kind of first. To make sure that you are approved. Right. Like they're going to look at your credit make sure you're not, right. you know, they're going to look at your money, make sure you got money. Yeah. Um, And then they're going to give you the options. You can either front your own rehab uh-huh. or you can do an escrow holdback, okay. which is they hold the money for the rehab Got it. for you, Okay. Um, which actually ends up saving money. Um, going that route. Right. And you're you borrowing still, more, but you're paying only on the interest and you're keeping your own cash basically. Right. And you're only paying on the, you're not paying on the rehab costs. You're only paying the interest on the loan. On the loan. Right. Not your actual So your cash is still cost. liquid and free and you can do right. what you need to. Right. Right. Um, so yeah. And then through my first draw or my first property, every time we finish something, that was my understanding. So every time we finish something, mm-hmm. you would finish it, let the, let the lender know you finished it. And then they, they send their inspector out and then they wire you back the money of whatever you put on your, um, scope of work. Okay. And then it deducts it from your rehab escrow holdback. Okay. Second property. I didn't do that because I didn't realize you didn't have to, right. <laughs> you could just hold it. You could just let them hold it and let them net it out of the payoff. Um, so anyways, yes, that first property, 
um, was super cute. It ended up turning out so cute. Mm -hmm. um, when we when I walked in, the owners were actually there. It was super important. If you think about getting into flipping, you really don't want to buy a property that has tenants currently in it. Right, because it's trashed. Not No, not yeah. necessarily that piece. Squatter laws in Texas are quite um, hard to come uh, to get around. Okay. And so like when these listings come out and there's tenants, some of them will say like, I'm not moving. Cash for keys might have to happen. So uh, that could take you another Meaning six. cash for keys means you got to pay the person in there to <laughs> get the hell get out. Please get out of the house. <laughs> I love how they come up with their own little terms. <laughs> like they list in there, you know, yeah. cash for keys might be necessary. Yes. What's, what the hell's cash for yes. keys? It's like it means you got to pay that fool to get out of your house. So, and I learned that from a friend of mine. Um, she was like, man, if there's any properties that are tenant, current tent like current tenants just don't do it i did this one because it was an owner and mm -hmm. we got to meet the owners they were super sweet super oh, cute wow. um and they needed a lease back which it was and i didn't again have a six-month term didn't realize you're cheating any of this. into that term yeah yeah um, again learning process you yes. gotta learn all the things yeah so they got out um eventually but they allowed me to come in with my contractors to start yeah. doing some of the work not doing the work but like bidding in, bidding it yeah. before they got out um and that property, I didn't, it was further away from me, so I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time there. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, contractors pretty much did everything there. Yeah. Then we came in. You guys did a video yeah. um, on that property. On Literally listed, you know, on a Thursday, contract on Monday. I think where people – it's so funny because I feel like people, it, the mass population, mm -hmm. feel like they see these TV shows. And they're like, oh, the profit's going to be – this is the profit on the yeah. bottom line. Yeah. <clears throat> You're, it's nothing like that. No. Okay. It's nothing like that. Well, you know what? Maybe if you're down to like a fine oiled machine and you've done a hundred properties Maybe. and you own your own contractor and you know, like the, the, cause there's, pl and there's you do all the work yourself, right? There's profit places that you can have without it within it, but it's not typical. Like that's the, no. that's the exception, not the rule. No, your standard home in a regular neighborhood. You're not going to make $80,000 no. on, you know, a no. flip. It's, it's nothing like that. Right. But that's not sexy for TV, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we sold that property in like two weeks, like contracted Monday, close two weeks later. Right. Super cool. Right. So then I kind of chilled for a little bit. And then you're kind of like, I got this down. Now, now, did you, I can't remember what you told me, did you end up breaking even or did you make a little Pretty bit? Much. I made a little bit. You made a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that was good. You got a great education. Yes. You learned a ton about the process yeah. and you made a little bit of money. Yeah. Now it took six months to kind of get through all that, but ultimately you got your initial capital back yep. and you made a little bit on top of it. So, and like I said, you learned a whole new skill. Now you still have to go through it multiple more times, but at least you got started. Yes. The fear of doing it. Cause that's, I think a lot of this stuff too. Whenever you're thinking about flipping or you're thinking about becoming an investor or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, a lot of that is I don't get it. Or we, people don't get into it because they're scared because they're like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. And yeah, they, don't, know, they don't lose the money. either. Yeah. You're just like yeah. terrified to get in there and do it. And that's why you started small. It wasn't a super expensive property. It was yeah. relatively inexpensive, you know, in, in the scale of homes these days. Yes. But um, but it made it to where you could you could try it out. You could learn through the thing. You could meet the contractors and find people that can help you do this. So then when you step into the next one, you've got a little bit of information now, but you're still going to have the same learning hurdles along the way too. Yeah. yeah. So while I was doing that one um, and I had it six months, so it allowed me to do any program if any buyer wanted to come along um, and do any program. Oh, wow. In our world. Oh, right? so like even with FHA, because yes, then you have it for it six months. It had already been six months. You don't have to do the flip totally rules. Fine. Yeah. Um, so we would have been fine. So for real quick, if, if anybody's actually, we actually have people watching this. Um, 
when it comes to FHA loans and I don't, it doesn't apply to VA though, right? Just FHA. Yeah. With FHA loans, um, if you, if you buy the house and you want to flip it, then if you do it in less than six months, you can't take an FHA loan. or is it less than three months now? <laughs> Come on. Can't execute a contract for 91 90 days. days, 90 days. Right. The executed so, contract. The first day. Right. So yeah. the executed contract can't do it. can happen no. for nine until the 91st day. And then you can get under. So that limits when you're selling it, it just limits the, the buyers that are willing or that are able to purchase that house yeah. through traditional financing because they can't get FHA right. loans. But on. after 91 days, there's fine. still prohibitation. There's still, there's still the measures acquisition. in place. It's to make it's to help the buyer again because they the seller cannot sell it for more than hundred percent of what they bought it for. Right. So if I bought the property for a hundred thousand dollars, I can't go sell it for two hundred, right. even for FHA after a hundred or after if it's under one hundred eighty days. And it's like that a hundred percent profit from the. Mm -hmm. That's why we have to sellers always get mad. It's like I need to see your closing yeah. disclosure. <laughs> yeah. That's none of your business. Well, but no, that one took so long. I was like, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Any program right. we can do now. Right. Um. So yeah, that one sold. I felt really good. Um, and during that time that I was in the middle of my first one, an old, old, old friend reached out and she was actually doing her first, her first flip. Oh, nice. Um, and she did great on her flip, closed yeah. on her flip. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to get into another flip until I get back from Colorado, which again, did not happen by the way, mm -hmm. again, this time, this, this time mm -hmm. around, I was still on vacation with a flip property. <laughs> I was like, I thought I learned my lesson the first time and that right, did right, not right, happen. Right, right. Um, so this one was totally different. So we decided to go in on one together. We're like, mm -hmm. Hey, let's just go in on one together. So you got a buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I had contractors. She had contractors. Um, she had people for like HVAC plumbing, electricity. Um, I had Aaron and Kevin. Mm -hmm. So it was, it, it has been a great thing so far. So we have gone to a couple showings. Well, then this, remember I told you that there's the list, the list, you're on the list. And this first come for the last, remember the last one I got by a bid, right? This one is a first come first serve. And right. when I say it's a first come first serve, this property comes up in Mansfield, right. which is where we are. Right. You literally like you're there. Uh huh. Four people are there. It is the first person the to right turn offer in bid. money. Right. So the first, you got to give earnest money, right? Earnest money. Right. First person to turn in money. Sign the DocuSign contract as the first person that gets it. Right. My bank just happened to be the closest bank because it's a credit union right. compared to the Chase and Bank of America around us. Uh -huh. So literally it was like less than a three-minute walkthrough. Uh -huh. Bought a property in less than 20 minutes. Scariest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> who who spends that amount of money in 20 minutes? I just – the story you told me of it being like <laughs> – so I would tell everybody. Like you, you're, she's getting in the car and you're calling. I want to I hear the story. You tell it. Okay. So – I'm like, I'm going over there and I have my business partner on the phone. You know, mm -hmm. she's like, I'm like, I'll FaceTime you when I get there. My agent couldn't meet me there. Another guy was there. He had people that were getting there. I walk in, there's three, there's already four people there. And it literally just went live. Not on, it wasn't even on the magical list. It was right. just a property they got in the middle of the day. Yeah. And so you get text messages like, Hey, right. they got emails, text up, messages, phone calls. Yeah, yeah. They got the bat phone. It's ready. Yes. Yeah. So these people show up. I'm like walking through. There's this one lady and her contractor standing in the master bedroom, like whispering. Uh -huh. And I could tell they're talking about like, oh, we can do this here. We can do yeah. this over here. Blah, blah, blah. And then before I could even leave the living room, you know, because I'm used to like, I can go through, look at HVAC, look uh -huh. at all the stuff. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. Nope. This guy is like, contractor's like walking out. Hey, I'm on my way to the bank right now. And I'm like, what? 
hold on. This lady and her contractor walks out. They get in the car, stops in the middle of the street, and he's standing in the middle of the street talking inside her window. They're headed to the bank right now. Uh-huh. So I have, I'm FaceTiming my business partner and we're walking through and she's like, what are you waiting for? I'm like, okay. Go, 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 go. (laughs) So I tell the agent, um, I was like, I want, I'm getting this property. He's like, well, it's the first one to turn in money. I said, well, then you're following me to the bank. (laughs) So he follows me to the bank, Uh um, and walks in the bank with me. I'm docu-signing as I'm driving, uh-huh. um, and then I hand him the check, and then there it was. There it is. There it is. And, but does he have to take it? Is it just the the agent gets the, the check? Yeah, the agent. Just so has wait, to so it. you took the actual agent that was was he kind of representing everybody that was no. there? No. Okay. His agent was the the chick and her contractor. Yeah. Talking to him, but okay. then he didn't go with them. He chose you. He chose me. I said, All "Hey, right. man, I live right here. I live one like." Two streets from here. So he could have gone with them and got uh-huh. a check from them, but they he chose gonna to wire. go with you. Yeah, right. they were going to wire. Oh, we don't want no wires. Yeah. We need a check check. Yeah, I was like, you're coming with me. All right. Um, so we get the property, and then... Um, that was funny. You call, I think you called me either that day or the next day. Oh, my like, gosh. I just bought a property in 20 minutes. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Who does that? <laughs> my husband was still, like, baffled. He was right. like, you did what? I was like, <laughs> I, I, it went so fast. I don't know what happened. Right. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> I just did it. Yeah, it just happened. Um, so then, uh, my business partner goes to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Everybody's got trips. Yeah. Got things we got to do. And then I'm gone to Oklahoma and Colorado for two weeks. Right. So like, and while I was gone, she, man, busted her tail. She, mm-hmm. she did a lot of the work herself. We already had Aaron and Kevin come over. Um, she had her, co- so we had the, we got the keys funding was, we had to wait for the sellers because the sellers were in Dubai. So remember I told you this double closing Hard situation? Life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they had to close from Dubai. The seller's name to New Western, New right. Western to us. Right. That's the double closing term. Gotcha. Um, so we had a, we were all done. We we're just waiting on these sellers from Dubai. Um, so then anyways, we access the property, get in it, contractors come in. And this one has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's here in Mansfield. Um, so it's not so far away. You can actually you can actually go do stuff. Yes. Yeah. And um this one's actually slab, not pier and beam. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had all the big items checked. It's a higher price point too, right? It is a higher price point. Yep. Yeah. Double what I had the last So one. do you mind saying like what you paid for the first one and then what you sold it for? Um, I paid 130 okay. for the first one. All right. And sold it right at 200 I think. Somewhere okay. around there. All right. And then um, maybe a little th- bit less than that. This one you paid how much for? Uh, 260-ish. Okay. And we, we haven't sold it yet, so we don't know because we're getting ready to list it and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think what people kind of lose track of is, you know, you hear so much like, oh, here's another flipper. Like, here's another right. high price property that they're just going to turn around and flip and make a bunch of money. What they don't realize, and I think what I've realized learning through it mm-hmm. is for us, I would totally be down to buy a property that was just fully renovated. Yeah. Because when you go in, I don't know what I'm getting when I go in. Right. right? When I go in, I'm going with my contractor and we're just kind of eyeballing everything everything outside the walls we don't see anything inside and so you're hoping the roof you can't go up there and pull the shingles off so you're hoping the roof is good you're hoping plumbing is good you're hoping electrical and hvac is good foundation is good right um but when you get your contractors in there and they start tearing up walls that is true on tv by the way by you when you do expose some things it does show things yeah so that's when we have to go in there and check all those stuff so um that is one thing that i do feel like people have the misconception of it's not like we just go in there and cover something up with the wall and well you, you know see it. there's probably some 
that do that, you know, because we've seen those when you go in and you're like, okay, somebody definitely tried to flip this place and they did a really bad job. Yeah, You know, yeah. you can, you can see that kind of stuff from time to time, but then also too, you know, especially nowadays, cause the market's changed so much, you know, the, uh, maybe, maybe a year ago you could sell that house and people be like, whatever, I just need to need the house. I'll, I'll fix That's whatever true. I gotta fix. Yeah. But, but nowadays, you know, um, it's not quite the same. So you got you got to really uh, put some good work into it in order to really hope that you get your top yeah. dollar out of it. And it's got to look good. It's got to have good quality, which is why you have to have yeah. good people. All that and you stuff. don't want to cut corners. I mean, some of the things, right. um, some of the things you just can't cut corners on. You know, and some mm -hmm. of the things you don't need to, but you're going to. Yeah. Um. You know, one. Of, I think one of the best decisions we've made on this house so far is um my business partner decided to put in gutters in a couple parts of the house, and I was like. Do, we, do you really need gutters? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, after they went up, I was like, oh, man, why did why do we not? Yeah. Like, why why would we not? Yeah. Um. People love gutters. People yeah. always want gutters, and yeah. especially in our area, lots of trees. Mm -hmm. Um. So debris is like ever lots of oak, time. pine. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So all the big stuff is pretty much sound in this house. We had to do some tuning and see. Like one of the big things too, like people don't know, when you go into a flip property, you have contractors all over the place. So uh -huh. you have dust flying all everywhere everywhere so yeah. you have to make sure your ac is serviced yeah right at the beginning right. filters are getting changed out every other day almost yeah because you don't want to put stress on the unit on and the wear units yeah. for the next person yeah. right um so yeah this one um not too too much but mm -hmm. like you could probably get a house right now for the price point where we're probably going to sell it for yeah um but it's not updated no since 1970 right at all right um and so we have totally updated this property yeah. to well especially mansfield there's just not very many homes there's just not very many and then no. the neighborhood is older you yeah. know it's literally like not even a quarter mile from right here yeah um and this one's like you know we did the big things like kitchen bathroom these people these are the things people spend a lot of their time in sure um and you know you so anyways yes that's the current property but i have learned so much from this property mm -hmm. um lots of late nights over there so then i'll work all day right um you know saving the day for you yes and, thank you very much um, for that saving all of our loans <laughs> make sure they close on time <laughs> and then um at nighttime i'm done i kiss my family goodbye and then i go over to the house and I'm well, not entirely because your family has been participating with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do have a couple. Yeah, I have my middle daughter has been absolutely incredible. Uh -huh. um, the youngest ones get like dragged along. And sure. Yeah, they never want to be there. Yeah, 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 no. But Alyssa has been there helping and um, she's so sweet. She's like, instead of paying me for helping you, will you just buy me tires for my car? <laughs> she's so responsible. Um, That's awesome. Yes. And then my business partner has been there, you know, every yeah. day. Um, and so she's tinker in and we we started with a big list and then now we're in the stages of punch lists so what are part. some differences from the first one to this one just as far as stuff that you didn't know on the first one that you figured out on this one um well i learned so much on one layout too uh -huh. what you don't want to do is if let's say i want to change the entire make or plot or layout of the kitchen okay but not one comp in the area has a totally different kitchen you don't want to do that. Gotcha. So you don't you want don't to over improve it. Over improve. Right. Um, Especially if the goal is to flip it and you're trying to make yes, some money off of it. Yes. Yeah. And um, so material. By the way, my wife and I have made a couple of those mistakes. We we <laughs> we bought a you know buy a house and and have an idea of what it's going to be and then do all this work to it and because we're both like oh this would be really cool we should put this and this would be really cool and then after you're done you're like oh well I didn't really need all that you didn't have to do all yeah. that <laughs> yeah so don't over um, over renovate right. 
And um, this one was a little bit different because we I was working with a business partner instead of by myself, um, which was super cool because she had people that we needed that I had nothing about. So I know nothing about electrical. Okay, let's be honest. I know nothing about tools in, <laughs> in any way, sensor form. Okay. okay. I can work a little hand, Phillips head or flathead, whatever. Um, her cousin came over um, and she comes from, her family has a lot of contractors in her family and she fell in love with Aaron and Kevin too. Yeah. Um, she was hesitant at first, you know, yeah. cause you have, you hear bad stories about Always. contractors. Always. Um, so we have like a mix. We use some of her contractors, my contractors, and then her cousin came over, um, Leo, who is like, what does Susan say? I just want to put him in my pocket. Like I just <laughs> adore him. Yeah. Um, he taught me how to change out sockets, mm -hmm. explain electricity to me and going like, how electricity works and running down, how to get doors in. Because when we replace doors, you're either buying a pre-hung door right. in a frame, yeah. which is more expensive. Mm -hmm. Or if the frame's okay, then just buy a door. Well, not every door fits every hole. No. If you've ever, what do you mean? There's standard size. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. If you ever install a door, my husband will tell you, nope, not touching the doors. Not doing it. Not doing it. He's out. The other cool thing of this one is my last house was a 3-1. Mm -hmm. And it had a very small dining room. Yes. Um, and so we updated it, but we didn't get to put like some of the cool features that I think current trend that lots of people like right now. Right. Um, into that home. Like what? Like this house and even homes built in the seventies don't really have places to put like mud benches, you know? Okay. You're a guy. It's oh, you mean like where you come in and take shoes off kind of a thing? Yeah. 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 Okay. And it's got like the hooks on the wall, like right. a wall tree yeah, yeah, mud yeah. bench. You know uh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Proud of you. I'm excited yeah. you know that. I don't I didn't know what you were talking about until you explained it to me. So this like, utility room in this house that's uh -huh. built in the mid-70s has this little hole. And I was like, babe, Tony, I love you, but you're building me a mud bench right here. Um, so this, so I'm so excited because I feel like you only get some of these features in new houses uh -huh. that are built. And not houses like at this age that yes. were right. So and you're so adding we're able to add some kind of newer things to it. Um <laughs> And that's not under the category of over-improving. That's just under the category of doing something um, that is more modern. Yes. And or, or I guess more modern uses, I suppose. Yeah. Than, than My what? last house, I never, I didn't have to, I got to build the kitchen from scratch because it was just a blank wall. There was really no kitchen. This kitchen was here. Um, and then I got in touch with a cabinet door guy who, again, make sure you get with a company who's, you know, calls you back, communicates with you. Mm -hmm. I lucked out with this cabinet guy and had all the cabinet doors refaced um, instead of having to do all the bases with it. So save thousands. We saved the granite countertop and based the whole thing off the granite countertop in the kitchen. That's where you're, when you say you based the whole thing off of? Based our flooring decision. Oh, I got you. Our, yeah. The color scheme or whatever. Yes. Okay, I got you. And this one, wh what, what I did learn on this one too was um timing schedule because we had multiple contractors this time right uh -huh. and so my last one i only had one contractor in there the whole I'm time i'm going to show the kitchen here i think i got it yeah it's not deal. done yet if anybody wants to come help so, <laughs> i will be there all weekend so was this the before or the okay after? so the top is the before yeah so that was the before kitchen okay Ugh, so that's the before so dark so it already had the did you replace that granite no so everything was based on this granite countertop okay coloring Floor choice. So you left that. That was something. It looks nice. It's yes. not, there's nothing wrong with yes, it. Nothing wrong. With Just it. because you don't like the color doesn't mean because you're not. You don't care. You're not living there. Yeah. Right. But it, uh, I mean, you're of, you're gonna make everything coordinate. Sure. Right. Right. But, but instead of spending 
a few thousand dollars, let's say four grand on new count granite countertops. This granite countertop is already granite countertop. So we based right. everything else in the house off of that. Okay. Um, like the flooring and all that stuff. Well, this one, what we did learn is time management of different contractors. So, cause we had, remember we had Aaron and Kevin in there first mm -hmm. doing the big stuff, right? Um, the bathroom remodel demo sheetrock repair, all that stuff. Then we had flooring guy in there. And then while flooring guy was in there, cabinet guys were in there. Well, then cabinet guys, flooring guys, and Aaron and Kevin were in there at one point in time. Um, so they were exiting. So, you know, my business partner had to move one of her guys to a different day just to give everybody a little bit a of little space. space. <laughs> <laughs> well, like here's the bathroom and you can see. Oh, yeah. They did incredible. Man, that's that's amazing. That's Ugh. that's way, way better. I, I'm not really sure what that bamboo thing was that what? on that. It's like a bamboo. Glass oh, this this thing glass. right here. Yeah, it's glass. Oh, that's really. Yes, and this, oh, like the seventies weren't the seventies oh, amazing. Man. Yeah, those big glass blocks. Yeah, that ceiling came down. Um, and who? I mean, there is still a tub in the in this house. Uh -huh. But like, for me, I, I listen. I'm not gonna get in a tub. No, I'm just get into a shower. Yeah. Um. So we did a walk-in shower there. Is that is that? Uh, let me. I'm show my knowledge again. Is that pattern on the floor? Is that called herringbone? Uh, yes. All right. All right. Or if you don't want to be as fancy, just call it Chevron. Chevron. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But right, it is Aaron Bowman. These, right. these are the words I learned. And from... oh, and this time I did learn. So my last house, similar shower, uh -huh. if you remember. This looks like my shower at my house at Cedar Creek that we did. I'm, I'm not kidding you. Like it almost looks exactly like Aaron and Kevin did this, right? Okay. Yes. They yes, did. yes. So this shower looks almost identical to the shower in my last flip property, uh -huh. if you remember it. Uh -huh. Except the subway tiles were three by six. And Aaron didn't Kev and Kevin did not know what size the tiles that I got for the last house were okay. until they showed up uh -huh. and already agreed on a price. Oh, <laughs> So they were there doing more three work. by six inch <laughs> tile yes, yes, throughout yes. the whole shower. So this time I was like, guys, I promise. I'm going to make it better. I'll make it better. So we yeah. got two foot tiles. Yes. Um, which was great. Made it look bigger. Because the bigger, just the bigger tile saves on labor because yes. you're not you're not placing each yes. little individual tile. So the bigger they are, the faster you can get the job yes. done. And through. they actually educated me too, because when they had demo done it one day. Well, it let me know. Side note, if you would have bought this house not by a flipper who was a person who was flipping this property, yeah, this shower did not have the protectant stuff on the back of the wall. Oh, so it's getting water everywhere. So it's getting water everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had to clean out mold everywhere. There was no protectant. Right. Um, there was no red guard up, um, which is the stuff they put over the cement sheetrock, whatever. Um, yeah. Exposed all that. Um, so anyways, this property is, uh, then we had, so we had contractors all over each other. Uh -huh. The outside work has been a massive undertaken by my business partner. Um, Risha has, her name's Risha. Uh, Risha has, she's taken down the fountain, this like huge eyesore. The, and I feel like Mansfield is kind of like outdoorsy. Well, our area is kind of, I kind of feel like well, it's a lot of trees. Outdoorsy, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's, it's shaded really yeah, nice. It, it is a big got Rose yard. park over yeah, by it. Yeah. It is a big yard. Um, this was the patio right here. Oh right? my gosh. Why is it so ugly? Yeah. Um, is I that wanted... like a yoga ball in the back? What's going on over there? I, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all doing some exercise. What's happening? And I love the leather chair. Like it's just like. <laughs> This is your sitting area. Right. Yeah. Just in case you didn't know. No, no, you can sit here too. Like you sit in the swing or you can sit here. Like this, <laughs> we got both. We got both. So um, Risha has done a huge undertaking in the outside. There's this cute little shed that is air conditioned back there that your wife has fallen in love with. Yeah. She loves little weird spaces <laughs> like that. Um, we had this fountain that we were really hoping we could bring back to life. It would be so cute. But then our electrician came out and said, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. 
Well, here's oh. the patio. I mean, this is a little side or a little, you know, small piece of it, but just give you idea of how the differences are. So like here it is before with our favorite leather chair and then yeah, here now it is it's tiled. now and it's tiled and it's uh, did you replace the the swing? No, it's, you just repainted it. It looks like yeah, we sanded it. Yeah, um, saved it, hung it back up. I, th I thought the porch swing was absolutely so cute. I yeah. wish I had a porch swing. Um, but that back porch, so there's a ceiling fan out there now. There wasn't one before. Oh, okay. And then we tiled the floor, the concrete, um, just to make it easier for people to clean. A lot of people yeah. go to the back porch. They might grill. They might eat dinner outside or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And who wants to clean concrete because you can't really do it. Yep. um so we when it's put, porous and stuff stains yes and, yeah. and so we put a uh, wood tile back there that has texture so you don't slip and fall you just hose it off um swiffer it or whatever you want to do it's way easier and it looks way better yeah well there's certain things about houses like when you're looking at doing any type of flips or whatever is that you um like and this wasn't a flip but like this the house that susan and i bought in in mansfield a couple of years back that we live in now the house was not great i mean it was it had paneling everywhere and it was straight out of 1978 you know it had like a uh what is it called this fur down like above what like the wet it had a wet bar still has a wet bar um so just stuff popcorn ceilings everywhere almost said popcorn ceilings everywhere uh just kind of weird but um but when i saw it the reason i liked it was because it had uh a driveway that was like it wrapped all the way around the front it went all the way around to the back to the shop and then it even had like as like a little basketball court that they'd put in um that was concrete but the concrete alone that was put into that place if i were to do that like replace it or do something it would have been like eighty thousand dollars like oh, yeah. it was insane but you couldn't it's like you couldn't buy or you, you couldn't replace what you were paying like the cost we got for the house and the land and everything else was so much of a value simply because to me it was just because of the concrete i'm like i got eighty thousand dollars worth of concrete now he put it in and whatever 81 so he paid way way less than yeah. that but if i were to duplicate that now i couldn't get it for the oh, same yeah, cost no. so it's like little things that you can do to improve a, a small area that don't cost you a ton of money that give people say well i, I don't know if i ever would have done that myself but i'm so glad that it's there yes because yes. i can't i wouldn't have spent the money to do it on my no. own but i like it and that's so you got to add those little features yes right? yeah. and material shopping is super important right um it is a lot of i have a friend my very very good friend the roblettos mm -hmm. are very very good friends mm -hmm. they go to one store for tortillas they go to another store for meat, uh -huh. for chicken, right. and then they go to another store for like fajita meat. Okay, right. because it's just the like, prices are different. The best of not the prices necessarily, oh, the but it's just the quality okay. and the best of each, right? Yeah. Um, and so material shopping is one of those things. Risha, poor Risha, because during the day she's running all these errands for the property for us. Yeah. And um, she's running to like build her surplus and eight. Like she's running to like eighteen different places totally different cities right whole warehouses for doors yeah um because you're just trying to find good quality at a good price reasonable price right? um you do go in with one set budget right and then you always go you start with that budget and then yeah. you and then just know going into that is that whatever you think that budget is just add 10 grand because it's going to be at least that <laughs> I'm, I'm so weird because like that's a word i hate i hate that word and, and it's only because I, what well, word? budget like that <laughs> not not because budget's bad or whatever but it's just like when you see enough of the real estate shows and the uh -huh. rehab shows and all the little shows and shit that you do it's always like well we're under budget or we're over budget or did it come in at the budget i'm like if you say budget one more time i'm gonna lose my damn mind you need to have a general idea of what this number is going to be because remember you worked all your numbers at the very beginning. Right. 
So your numbers are based off of what you worked on the very beginning. Now your goal is to hit that target now. Yeah. Um, so however yes, you can, however you can, but you don't cut on necessities. Right. Some things that's why I always say you're going to go over because there's going to be some things that one, you didn't expect. Mm -hmm. We didn't expect to take down that shower and have mold back there. Right. Right. Um, we didn't expect to take down the utility room and then poor Aaron and Kevin while they're out. I'm like, Oh, Hey, can you do this too? And then can you do this too? And you're right. Then include the bid. I was like, just add it to my tab. Let me yeah, know later. Just let me know later. Yep. Um, but we're so glad that we added those things because then we would have never identified the mold that was in the utility room that right. we had to make sure we needed to clean out and, you know, get it sprayed, stopped, all that stuff. All right. So the question now is you've, you've done two and you've learned a wealth of knowledge from doing those two. Um, are you going to do another one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how would you do it now today? Because the market's so much different, right? Now, granted, it might it might actually be better because there's more houses available to some extent. You're not competing. Well, I guess it's but I, I guess the markets are different, right? Because we're talking about a wholesale market and what oh, you're doing. The wholesale markets have definitely gone up too. Okay. Well, I know that they've gone up, obviously. All real estate's Everything gone up. Has but I'm just saying, you know, there was the competition level for getting into the wholesale side was probably really heavy before but is it do you feel like it's still as competitive right now because of the way the market shifted overall because everything's kind of slowed down so like if you went on the wholesale list now and found a house obviously it's gonna be a little more expensive but are you gonna have the same level of competition with other people that are trying to flip too or do you think that that's settled into i think there's two there's two sides so you have some investors that go in mm -hmm. they don't mind offering let's say 20 grand over okay. what the actual listing price is because they have five other properties they're working on over here that they know they're going to make a good chunk of change. And this one will just add to your portfolio or Got whatever, it. right? Maybe they're going to rent it and it's an asset maybe, that they hold maybe on to. it's now a buy and hold. Um, and then like the more properties you flip, two is the magic number, by the way, in the lending world. Once you get over two, now you, you have can, all kinds of options. Now you, got, now you can do like 100% oh, wow. of okay. rehab and purchase. What like, do you usually have to do in the beginning as far as like your own out-of-pocket? Like pocket? 70%. Uh, well, they'll, no, what they'll do is they'll do like 100% of purchase and rehab up to 70% of ARV mm -hmm. um, or 90%, depending on your credit, how much money you got. But like once you've done two to your portfolio, uh -huh. it now opens up like, okay, now you have a track record. Right. You've paid people back. Right. You're making money. Yeah. Um, and so. So now we're willing to help you more. Now we're willing to give you maybe 100% right. of rehab and cost. So actually, the more you matter. do it, the cheaper it can be yes. to start doing it. Or yes. at least I should say the cheaper out up front out of pocket yes. yeah that you so i think with. the market again it is a little bit different because you have bigger investors that will come in and offer a much higher number right wanting a much bigger return or they might buy and hold um and but then you have you know someone like me who i'm not trying to make you know a ton of money on it i just right. really want to learn from it um and then restore the house for somebody else to move their kids into right you know yeah well did y'all make it a point or uh i don't know if you would or you wouldn't but Let's say on the last house, if you had an investor call you and say, I want to buy this to make it a rental, or you had somebody that was like, well, we want to live here. What would you do? Would you sell it to the person who want to live there? That's what I did. That's what you did. Okay. It actually ended up working out because, at, oh, I totally stalked them too. <laughs> yeah. Being a, I feel like that's a woman thing. Yeah. We like stalk people on face, but like I tried to find them everywhere. Yeah. They were the cutest little family. Uh -huh. um, and they, they ended up actually living there. Um, no, well, I would, I, if I had the option, um, it would definitely be a home. 
Yeah. And um, for a home for somebody. Partner's on there. She just. Oh, uh, hey, Rish. She's at the house right now, actually. Oh, is she? Okay. Um, but like in this one, we've met the neighbors. And it's so cool because you get to learn the story of the actual, mm -hmm. like what happened there. Right. Um, which this one was a little sketch. Uh -huh. um, but the neighbors kind of point out some things for us, too, that we didn't think to go look at. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of squirrels in our area. So then we were like, oh, we let's send somebody up in the attic. Just make sure Roof, all the wiring is sure, like, everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, th I think the market is just a little bit different on the the play. It all has to do with the deal uh -huh. um, of the property. Right. So, so each individual deal is its own deal and you can't judge yeah. the one before or whatever. Now, if you want to go dollar for dollars, by all means, go dollar for dollars. Okay. You can call all your cousins and grannies and, you know, second cousins and see if they got properties you want, they want to sell you. Um, or you can get a wholesaler and you can pay a little bit more and you can make a little bit less, but you don't have to go find it. Right. Okay, so we're almost an hour in, which I usually try to keep these about an okay. hour. So we're going to wrap it up. But I want to ask you, like, if so, if someone were thinking about getting into flipping themselves, like this is something I want to try. Give me a couple things that maybe not necessarily you don't have to get into, you know, materials and that kind of thing. But just as a whole, like, you know, what do you need to make sure you try to do on the first couple ones? Where, you know, where do you start? Like, wh what's what would be the advice if some like if your if your kids were to say, hey, mom, I want to flip a house, you'd be like, all right, well. Make sure you do this, you know, whatever. What, what would you say? Uh, you need some salt in the game. Okay. You need some cash. You got to have cash. You got to have cash. All right. Um. So. And not all of your cash. You don't need all the cash. No, no, I'm just saying if you have $10,000 in your savings account. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to wipe you out. No, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, you definitely need some salt in the game for okay. sure. Um, And then you need to, <laughs> if it was me, I mean. You need to TikTok and YouTube University it up. Okay. Okay. For a while. Before you go start making offers on homes. Yes. Yep. Um, and then if you happen to know anybody, start estimating right. what you think. Hop on. And what I did that I felt like really helped me was I just would hop onto Lowe's or Home Depot's website and just start pricing some things okay. per square foot of uh -huh. what I needed to just really get a cost. Because until if I were to ask you how much do you think of, if what do you think is the estimate for floors in a house on 2000 square feet? Not a clue. You wouldn't know unless no. you sat there and priced it all out, then add yep. in labor. So um, you kind of want to estimate things out. Mm -hmm. So make sure you, you know, price shop on just to get a feel of how much things will be. Um, find a, find a friend, right? Yes. Find somebody that find you can a call. Find that, a friend. It, it is. Call that uncle. Yes. That like is a jack of all trades. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have somebody that can do little things for you here and there. Maybe oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. We were just, Risha and I were just talking about this. We were just saying how the big things are done. Yeah. And now we're in like the punch list stuff. Yeah. Which takes forever because yeah. now we're in the small things, yeah. you know? Um, but no, new, new flippers, educate yourself, work the numbers as many ways as you can utilize the resources of the internet is forever. Right. right. So go to Zillow, go to realtor, look at what the property, look at what the taxes are, look at what the property a general estimate look at sold properties around you if you have a friend or family member that's a realtor and you're really um really interested in this property mm -hmm. don't go make them pull a bunch of cma reports for you right um but if you're really interested in this one and the numbers look like they might work then go call your realtor and say hey um can you pull a current market analysis for me right just to make sure make yeah. me feel a little bit better yeah um and then final thing is i mean yeah when you go to when you flip a house if you know somebody that's going to buy it or a neighbor ends up talking to you, that's great. But I can never under persuade or whatever, however you, however you want to say it. You need to have a realtor to sell your property. Okay. Right. It is incredibly important. Right. Because 
they will give you the insight of what people are looking for yeah. right now mm-hmm. so that you know when you go into this flip property. Mm-hmm. Um, don't over-personalize either um, in your house, in your flip house. Remember, this is not your house. Right. So, like, would I want this color? No. Doesn't matter. <laughs> or do I want this? No. Yeah. Um, so, don't over-personalize. It's kind of like a vehicle. Uh-huh. Don't over-personalize your vehicle. Over-personalize a restoration project because to sell because it's probably not going to sell. It may not fit everybody's taste. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. don't overestimate or over-personalize and don't over-remodel. Um, and then so you got to get on wholesale lists, right? Get on the wholesale list. Get join, on the wholesale list. And you can join these Facebook groups without having to reach out to anybody. Right. So there's DFW Real Estate Investments. Like just go search the groups. You can join them. They'll blow you up. But yeah. Uh, they won't blow you up. No, you just get emails. Just the feeds. No, yeah. your feeds. Well, it'll just oh, oh, it shows up show on your up feed. On feed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But you can just go look into them. There's like four or five and you can start looking at properties and you'll start seeing them and you're like, what? And do a little hard money lending digging, would you say? Yes. yes. Um, If you deal with New Western, okay. like I said, they have a portal. Um, And so the portal is filled with like 200 ones and you actually just choose the program the rate and then you'll just know who the lender is um and then sometimes if you don't if you don't acquire the property through new western let's say your grandma or whoever it is you don't want to and you can't you don't want to do traditional lending Uh um then also then you can wholesale shop gotcha individually okay well um this was fun i uh I enjoy you. Uh, it, look, I, I, you, you say all the time, oh, you, you learn stuff from me. This is the kind of stuff I learn from you because um, I think being in our business in general, um, the more we know about all aspects of it, flipping, you know, finance, um, you know, construction, whatever it is, anything related to real estate, it just grows your knowledge base within this business. And I still, you know, personally, I was talking to somebody the other day about this, about, you know, money in wealth generation and all that kind of stuff. And I say this all the time, but you know, hours in the day are the same for everybody. We all get 24 hours. And most people, when you have a job, you're trading your time for money. Like that's how it is. So when you're working, you're spending time on something that you're doing and you're getting paid in return. And that's your time for money. And that's great. And you can make a lot of money doing things like that sometimes, but to me, the most efficient way to take yourself from point A to point Z, as far as like wealth creation and whatnot, is to have your money make money for you. Oh, absolutely. You know, use yes. your money to make money for you because it doesn't require your time. And learning about assets and the different types of assets that are available to put your money into, whether it be real estate or stocks or you know cryptocurrencies or whatever, just being familiar with those with that world. You don't be, need to be an expert, but you need to have a little bit of a a little bit of an idea of how all that stuff works because ultimately if you want to get from point a to point z then you need to know these things because you only have so much time that you can trade yeah. and so if i can take you know or if you can take twenty thousand dollars that you have that you are going to do something with and you can put it into a house you can learn about the process of how real estate you know flipping works and mm-hmm. the how to how to find houses how to borrow money for those houses how to do all of that stuff then that's a little bit more that you have and you've taken your 20 grand and maybe maybe you only turned it into 25 yeah. right it doesn't have to be a, a massive you know you're not making millions of dollars that is the biggest advice that i got as a coming into the my mentor said don't don't be greedy it's your expectations right and don't be greedy yeah don't yeah. don't do that right just well and you can once 
you have a, a really like if you're if you're like I'm going to do flips and that's what I'm going to do and you're on flip number 20 and you have this process down to a T well then yeah take your risk do what you want cuz you know cuz you're it's educated yes. risk at that yes. point it's not just well this sounds great cuz people get wrapped up in the dollars they're like oh I got to make I got to make x amount of dollars it's like look I mean you got to go slow like get yourself there or otherwise you end up in a hole because mm -hmm. you can't and you can't claw yourself out of that's it that's right that's right so it's just something that you know, whether it's again, whether it's flipping or whether it's just real estate investing, you want to be a renter or I mean, excuse me, you want to be a landlord and have people rent from you or you want to run VRBOs or you want to, you know, whatever it is. Um, start small, work your way into these things, find out the little pieces, go to YouTube University so that way you can really. TikTok helped me a lot yeah. through this one, by the way. Yeah. A well, lot. it's funny. You'll hear people say, well, I don't ever see. What do you mean TikTok? For me, it's all, you know, cats and dogs and whatever. It's like, because that's what you watch. That's what you're watching. Right? <laughs> it's what you want to see. Mine is filled with like DIY. My for you is like filled with yeah. all DIY stuff. Um, but it has been TikTok actually. As much as I hate it, because these little teenagers are walking around with their little dance moves, yeah. um, it has been a wealth of knowledge mm -hmm. for hacks. Yeah. Um, in a home. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so find your wholesale lend or wholesale agency. Get you some hard money lending. Uh -huh. uh, have a mentor. Don't have some cash. Have Don't some take money. shortcuts. Go slow. Start small. All of those things. Call Jen if you have a question. <laughs> you'll fall on your face. It's okay. Right. You'll it's make, all you'll fine. Make lots of mistakes. It's fine. Well, thank you for coming to hang with me for a little bit. Um, I guess I we got to get back it. to like really work stuff, so yeah. it's going to suck. But uh, but we'll do it again. Um, I do, once you get this house sold and moves on, and maybe once you start your next one, we can start maybe doing a few little, you know, 10 minutes of, hey, here's what we're doing now. Here's what we're doing now. Maybe take a couple videos, put it out there, because I do think real estate is something that it's the more and more you become familiar with all facets of it, the better you're going to have opportunities to really grow your own personal wealth, you know, portfolio in a million different ways. Oh, so, not just money wise, but yeah. like it, if power went out in my house right now, yeah. or if power went out in one socket, uh -huh. I, can re I can replace it. <laughs> I can do it. You're uh, learning life skills, <laughs> life skills from my it. own house. I yeah. All right, guys. Well, we actually had quite a few people watching during this one, so thank it so worked much. out well. So thank you everybody for checking us out and uh, we'll see you later. But uh, thank you, Jen. Thanks for coming in. No worries. Thank you.